Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you feel right now like you've been playing it small, it's fine. We all do it. I did it for many years and honestly, I still have to talk myself into a lot of shit. Playing small is something that we all do. It's something that I've done with my business, with my life, with my career. I mean, so many years I was just like hella intimidated by the things that I wanted. And so I wanna tell you a couple of ways to know if you're playing small. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres, award-winning Latina personal finance expert. I didn't always have my financial shit together, but when I started looking for POC-friendly personal finance podcasts, I couldn't find any. And so Yo Quiero Dinero was born. On this show, I'll show you how to make dinero, how to keep your dinero, and most importantly, how to make it grow. Each week, I'm connecting you with the most brilliant minds in the world of money and business, so you can learn about investing, entrepreneurship, and building wealth. The best part? I'm dishing up all this knowledge with a sassy side of sazón. So if you're ready to be poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. 
So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. So I want to talk today about signs that you're playing small. If you feel right now like, you know, you've been playing it small, it's fine. We all do it. I did it for many years. And honestly, I still have to talk myself into a lot of shit. So yeah, so playing small is something that we all do. It's something that I've done with my business, with my life, with my career. I mean, so many years I was just like hella intimidated by the things that I wanted. And so I want to tell you a couple of ways to know if you're playing small, okay? So the first one is you wait for someone to ask you to do something. Like you wait for someone to give you a promotion. You wait for someone to recognize you. You wait for someone to ask you for your services. You wait for someone to allow you to speak at a meeting, to give you permission, okay? That's sign number one, that you are playing small, when you are waiting to be asked for whatever it is that thing that you want. Sometimes it comes from a place of feeling afraid of what that is going to be, like the reaction to you asking for that is gonna be. Are they gonna say no? Are they gonna think you're crazy or they're gonna think you're stupid. So you decide, nope, I'm not gonna ask for anything. I'm just gonna stay quiet. I'm gonna stay happy. I'm gonna avoid the embarrassment putting yourself out there. That happens to all of us, right? For me, I think I had a lot of drama in my brain about showing up and like being out here in front of the camera and stuff because I was bullied as a kid. So for me, putting yourself out there became this idea of like, if people know who you are, they will criticize you, they will judge you, they will say nasty things about you, they will be mean. And so I wanna stay quiet. I don't wanna use my voice. And that's not gonna get you anywhere, right? If you don't ask for what you want, you're actually not gonna get it. As much as, you know, manifestation, you know, affirmations and all those things work, to an extent, you still have to do the work. And the work requires you to go out there and put your actions behind the words that you want and say, you know what? I am going to ask for this raise. I am going to ask for permission to show up and and lead the team meeting. I'm not gonna wait for somebody to tell me that I deserve a promotion or I'm not gonna wait for somebody to say, hey, you don't charge enough, you should raise your prices. No, you're gonna do that shit because you know, and that's it. So if you wait to be asked, the reality is that the opportunity may never come. So you might be missing out on the exact thing that you want because you just don't have the courage to ask. Number two, fear defeats you. If fear defeats you, then you are playing small. No matter how talented you are, if you cannot bring yourself to share your gifts with people because of what they're gonna say, of what they're gonna think, what if they think you suck, what if they laugh, what if they say you're crazy, who gives a shit? You have to stop allowing fear to be the reason why you don't show up for yourself. Because then, at that point, you can't really complain. If your life doesn't look the way that you want, if you keep allowing fear to be the reason why you don't show up. I'm fucking scared every day in my business. When I'm doing something new, I was terrified today with 
with my Spanish language TV interview. Fucking terrified. So much so that thank God it was pre-recorded. We had to do it again because the first time I was so nervous. I was like, that was terrible. Let's do this again. But instead of me saying, you know what? Forget it. I'm not even going to do this. I said, no, I'm going to do it. Feel the fear. Acknowledge that that means that this is an area of my life where I need to focus more attention, where I need to focus more effort on my part to improve. So that way, next time I do it, I feel better about it. Getting rid of fear is just an exercise in doing scary shit. Like you become accustomed to that feeling. You become very accustomed to feeling, oh wow, this is fear. I recognize this as I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone by doing this. Doesn't mean you're gonna die. If you start that business and everybody starts laughing at you and being like, that's fucking stupid, guess what? That's not gonna kill you. So just do it. Like instead of you keeping your talents to yourself and then complaining about not being able to live out your dreams, think about what it is that is actually stopping you. Chances are you're scared. You're scared to fail. You're scared to invest in something and then not pan out. You're scared of judgment. You're scared of becoming somebody new. So many of us are so like intricately tied to this identity that we form, you know, in our teenage years, maybe right after college, this career that you choose and you have convinced yourself that you gotta fucking do this for the rest of your life. Who said that? Who told you that? Who told you that the thing that you thought you wanted to do five years ago still has to be the thing that you gotta do now? That's you. Just let that shit go. Decide, you know what? I don't know what the future holds, but I know that what's happening right here, right now, this shade ain't working for me anymore. So I'm gonna start moving towards what I want and fuck the fear. I truly believe that when God gives you a gift or whoever it is you believe in, the universe, God, whoever you believe in, when you are given a gift, you are obligated to bless other people with it. If you're not willing to do that, then maybe you're just not gonna keep getting gifts. So it's my job to be like out here exercising the gifts that I'm given. It is your job to exercise the gifts that you're given, they were given to you. Stop being afraid. So sign number three that you are playing small is that criticism destroys you. It happens to all of us, right? I will confess, this is a big problem for me. As somebody who is like hella prone to anxiety and just a, like a fucking overthinker to the nth power, I can have a thousand people give me amazing feedback. And that one troll, that one person, that one negative comment, it's the end of the world. I'm spiraling. I am fucking thinking about this for days. I am like questioning my validity. I'm like, am I even meant to do this? And it's the end of the world, you know? And it makes me sometimes literally have to take a step back and be like, you know what? I can't do this right now. I don't want to create any more content. I don't want to teach anymore. I don't want to do another podcast. I don't want to do anything. I just want to crawl in bed and go to sleep. The reality of it is, is that nobody is perfect and not everybody's going to love you. But that doesn't discredit your talent. That does not discredit your success. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. At some point, we have to understand that because we're not for everybody, or we shouldn't expect everybody to be part of like what we are doing. That's okay. You're not a fucking buffet. You are a specific entree. And for the people whose dietary restrictions do not allow them to consume what you're creating, it's not for them. So criticism should not crush you. Now, there is such things as constructive criticism, and I take constructive criticism from people who are beyond where I want to be. I will never accept criticism from somebody who's not doing shit. First, do the things that I want to do, and then you have the right to criticize me. Do the things that I've done first. Otherwise, I don't really give a fuck. So allow constructive criticism from people who you consider mentors, from people who have already become the success that you want to be, because they've already gone through the journey. But criticism from people who ain't doing shit, that's trash. Sign number four that you're playing small. You hide your voice. You have no idea how many people come to me and say, I want to sound like XYZ person because they're killing it. And I'm just like, well, why? Why don't you find what's in here? You copying somebody else's voice and showing up as a different version of you is not going to be helpful. You believe that like your voice isn't good enough that you got to go steal somebody else's. And it's just like, no. That person that you want to copy that you want to emulate, that you want to replicate is winning because they're being themselves. They're not being somebody else. So what does that tell you you should be doing? You should be being yourself. You have to remind yourself that nobody is built like you. You design yourself. It's not about finding somebody who's like doing the shit and being exactly like them. It's like you will never fully reach your own potential until people see who you are. They don't care to see the copied version of whoever the hell else it is that you think you need to be in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve. If I was trying to be out here with a personal finance podcast and copying what I see, I would be creating a podcast that speaks to white men with money because that's the shit that exists, right? For the majority of people. How is that authentic to me? How is that related to my voice? I deliberately decided like I'm going to have a completely different platform that's based on my own story. That's based on the fact that I'm a first gen Latina. That's based on the fact that I'm the first to go to college, the first to start investing, the first to start a business. Like I 
don't give a shit what Chad's over there doing. Chad ain't got nothing to do with me. Why do I have to replicate his voice? Why do I have to replicate his theme? Be you, find your voice. And the reason why that's so important is because that's the way that people actually connect with you. When you show up authentically, people can see that. People can see and feel your authenticity when you start owning your voice. And how you start to do that, start to be vulnerable. Start to share the things that make you you. So whatever it is that you've gone through, people connect with that. People will connect with the struggles. People will connect with the successes. Share everything and anything that you think is relevant to you and your authentic voice. And you'll get more comfortable kind of knowing exactly what it is you should be sharing once you get comfortable speaking your truth. Sign number five that you're playing small is that no kills you. Hearing the word no. When people tell you no, you basically interpret it as a confirmation of what you suspected, that you're a loser, that what you're doing is fucking pointless and that it doesn't matter. That's not actually true. You're gonna hear a bunch of no's before you hear yeses, y'all, okay? That is just how life works. But the beauty of it is that you only need one yes. So who cares if you get a bunch of no's? When I first decided like I wanted to pursue financial independence, one of the main pillars of my plan was I want to leave the state of New Jersey. I want to move, but I want to do it with a job. I don't want to be one of these people that's like, I'm going to quit my job and then we'll figure shit out. So I said, I'm going to interview for a job transfer within my company. Do you all know how many times I heard no before I actually got the job that allowed me to move? 125 times. I counted how many applications I'd put in before I got the job, but I only needed the one. I only needed the one job that was going to allow me to cross off that shit on the list. So just because you're used to hearing a bunch of no's doesn't give you a reason to quit. That doesn't mean you give up. Albert Einstein has an awesome quote that says, I'm thankful for all of those who said no. It's because of them that I'm doing it myself. So you don't need anybody to give you permission to validate you, to tell you, yes, you are worthy of this, to tell you, yes, you have permission to do this, to tell you, yes, you're ready for this. You have the power to decide when a no means no, or when it means, well, I'm just gonna go around the back door and get in this way. Hearing no is a part of life. And I truly believe that when we're told no, that is the universe redirecting you towards something better. That is divine protection. So. Get thankful for those no's because I can think of a lot of instances where I was told no and then I realized, oh, that's why. I was being protected. Another sign that you are playing small. You crowd your life with insignificant shit. I'm busy, I'm so busy, I am too busy, I have so many things going on. When people ask you, oh, how are you? Busy, I'm running errands, I'm cooking dinner, I'm watching reality TV, I am tuning into every week of the Jersey Shore family reunion. But the real scandal here, the real tea, is that you're not actually doing anything that you need to be doing to get to your dreams to get to your goals. You are busy doing a lot of shit that doesn't matter. And at the end of the day, you wonder why you're stressed out, you're depressed, your life is empty, your life looks the same as it did a year ago. I mean, accountability is a big thing, y'all. So the reality is that if you know that you cannot do everything, then there's some shit you gotta cut out. If you want a successful business, guess what? You have to prioritize. 
If you want to get a promotion at your job, that means you're gonna have to say no to the meaningless shit that they're giving you to do and saying no. I want tasks that are going to lead me to this promotion that I want. If you wanna start investing and you keep using the excuse that you don't know, you don't know, you don't know, well, you gotta cut some shit out of your life so you can start listening to a podcast, Yo Quiero Dinero, or start reading a book, or start watching YouTube, or start teaching yourself the skills that you need in order to get to where you wanna be. Busy does not mean productive. I'm gonna say that again. Busy does not mean productive. If you need to like revamp the way that you manage your time, I highly recommend that you do a time study. Time study is basically when you are taking a fragment of time, let's say like a week, and you are literally going to track all the shit that you do throughout the day. How much time do you spend swiping, you know, freaking Instagram? How much time do you spend watching Netflix? How much time do you spend laying in bed, reading your phone before you get up in the morning? If you don't like the answers of that analysis, then you know some shit's got to change. And I love you. And this is why I keep it real with y'all because somebody has to. (laughs) Sign number seven that you are playing too small is that nobody knows what you do. Okay. So basically you share all your friends shit, but when it comes to telling people what you actually do, you don't have words. You don't know how to actually tell people what it is that you do. You don't know how to own that identity, that thing that you're doing, whether that's a side hustle, whether that's a freaking podcast, whether that's a consulting service, people should be able to find out what you do because you can explain it to them. So when people ask me, what do you do? I am a Latina money expert. That's what I do. And then people are like, well, what do you mean? What does that look like? Oh, well, I teach courses. I have a podcast. I write personal finance articles. I'm writing a book. You should be like your fucking walking billboard. You should be so comfortable promoting yourself, whether that is in work, in business, in life, you should be hella comfortable owning what makes you amazing and not being afraid of it. But you have to get really comfortable knowing like who you are and promoting yourself and asking for the things that you want and not seeing you putting yourself out there as somehow sleazy, right? I think for, especially for like a lot of business owners, we're afraid to like tell people what we do because it feels like, oh, I'm trying to sell them shit. Y'all know, I come on here every day and I teach you, but I also tell you, hey, this is where we can work together. This is how we can work together. Like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You should always just be telling people what it is you do, how to find you, what it is that makes you special. You get very comfortable in owning that identity the more that you say it out loud. All right, so here's a final thought. Everything that you want is waiting for you to ask. And everything that you want also wants you, but you have to take action to get it. So I hope that this has you feeling hella motivated. I hope that you take away something from this conversation and that you stop playing games with your life because last time I checked, we only get one. So who gives a shit what everybody else has to say about what you want, what you dream about at night, what you wanna do with your life. It's up to you to go get it. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. 
To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take your dinero to the next level, sign up for our free 14-page guide, The Financially Lit Latina, the ultimate blueprint for becoming poderosa with your dinero. This 14-page guide includes our best tips on money mindset, budgeting, debt repayment, career, investing, financial independence, side hustles, and more. And you can get it completely free. So to get your copy of the Financially Lit Latina, just head over to YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start. That's YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com slash start and start transforming your dinero story today. Until next time, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions, or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated contents constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.